Hey, hey whoa, 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 whoa. That was so extra. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so extra. Welcome back to the Introvert Biddies, where we discuss biddies, <laughs> biddy introvert things. <laughs> Welcome back to the Introvert City Podcast, where we discuss culture, media, and faith from the perspective of an introvert's Tiny. complex mind. But today is a biddy. Every once in a while, we do these short little episodes. Yurt. Like 10 minutes max, and we talk about non-important things. Non-important things. Get to know us better. Break the ice. You know what like I'm saying? Like U.S. politics. Oh. We will not be touching Got them. We will not be touching politics. Got them. Anytime soon. Yeah. Just Jesus. Guys, th- Thanksgiving was this week. It was this week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Belated. I hope that you enjoyed your day to the max. I hope you gave thanks. <laughs> and... Seth came over to my house and we had we had some fun. We watched a movie, we hung out, we had dessert and stuff. And then we played Five Nights at Freddy's. Four. <laughs> Four. With our brothers. Your brothers got the game. This was not my initiation. This was your brothers asking me over and over to play with them and I played cuz I like playing with them. They're, they're Guys, fun. nothing humbles me more than sitting in a FNAF game. <laughs> and just level 1 anticipating yeah, if you How never would you played explain five, the game to someone who's never played it? So basically, you're sitting in a, in a the first game, you're sitting in a security office. You know, you, you, they tell you, this guy calls you on the phone. He's like, oh, hello, hello, hello. And, he, and he tells you about all these animatronics. You know, they get a bit quirky at night. That, that's the meme. Uh, and you kind of have to look through the cameras, open and close the door, but you only have a certain amount of power. You know, and if you hear the ho, 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 ho at the end of like, <laughs> it's a, the, like the night. Then, then you're that's, dead. Yeah, you're that's dead. Uh, but a lot of memes. You guys probably have seen all the memes about the finance of Freddy's they just had a, they had like a bunch of games probably the most popular gaming franchise probably currently they had a movie come out as well a couple of books it's pretty popular yeah I can't the it's the jump scaring for me like it's and level one is the worst because there's n- like hardly any so you're just anticipating the first one yeah and guys we played the fourth game five nights at Freddy's four which, which is the nightmare good. level. Which is not that good. France Freddy's Four is not that good. No, listen. I was sc- <laughs> I screamed so loud. I, I like everyone in my family like looked at me and No, yeah. Even your grandma was like <laughs> <laughs> But guys, uh speaking of Finance of Freddy's, Finance of Freddy's actually was one of the things that opened me up to a specific type of horror on YouTube that you want to talk about today. VHS styled horror or as its more popular name, analog horror. This type of horror is special. It is special, guys. Analog horror is basically uh, is basically horror that is taken from certain type of time periods. Usually, people go for like the '80s, '70s, or '90s, taken in a very VHS style that requ- that requires a lot of aid in their horror, less on jump scares and more on eerie imagery, ambiance, odd noises, and the VHS style filming. And most of the ones that I've seen that you've shown me have revolved around a person who looks like a person and acts like a person, but who isn't a person. And like yeah. everything about them is so like Uncanny Valley. Yeah, you know? that's, that's the most popular phrase amongst, I think, analog horror nowadays, the Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Kind of having those smooth features, yeah. having maybe no eyebrows, um, the big smile. Big smile abnormally long limbs, yeah, you know, that type of horror. 
Now, why do you think that type of horror is so scary? Listen, I don't know. I've heard some evolutionary arguments that's like, people got real serious about it. They were like, oh yeah, you know, all throughout history, we had to identify things that weren't actually human to survive and to, to keep our to keep humans alive. Yeah, and yeah. I, I could see I could see that, but also I also think it's there's just simplicity in the fact that something that looks so closely human but isn't and like shows up in your room or shows up in your house and leaves you wondering like what would you do if you were in that situation? Horrifying. Yeah. My heart is yeah. in my stomach. Like that's I can't deal with mm-hmm. it. And a lot of this type of horror goes back as far as even certain gothic novels or early on horror, such as Frankenstein, talking about a certain type of figure that is human but has a different chemistry and because of how odd it looks, but it is human looking and uses human limbs and stuff, it's terrifying. Or even Dracula having the super pale white skin and the long fangs looking odd. Uh, stuff such as the Phantom of the Opera film from from the really early Phantom of the Opera film from the early um, 1900s. Um, where they used a really famous jump scare take, which many people call one of the first jump scares, that type of horror, or Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which uses that same type of vibe of people who are now no longer themselves and kind of have been taken over by an alternate version of themselves. That's a really big thing throughout analog horror that's kind of stemmed out, and it really kind of built off of, like, found footage. Found footage is in, like, you know, Blair Witch Project, uh, Cloverfield, Wreck. Guys, Seth will, like, text me. (laughs) He watches these, like, at night in the dark with his earbuds in for entertainment purposes. Someone (laughs) explain that to me. I would never do that to myself. And then you call me. You're like, oh, my gosh, I just watched the scariest thing ever, and I can't sleep. Can you help me sleep? No, you did that. Here's the thing, though. When it comes to that type of horror, I love good storytelling, and I love the idea of having mystery. So it's good. The problem, though, is that I also tend to get a lot like a snob when I get into something really, really intensely, and I kind of become like, well, this is actually quality and this sucks. Um, yeah, that's I will exactly say, what you say that as analog horror has gone on in the recent years, there's some that I won't talk about that are just kind of too creepy, but in a bad way, that just it's kind of fallen off in quality. There's a lot of remakes, a lot of fakers out there, a lot of really trash, garbage analog horror. <laughs> just, just to be frank, stuff that's not even that scary anymore. But the orig- really original ones that most people probably know are um, Local 58 was like the earliest version of it. Well, well, many people say like the earliest version is the Wyoming incident, but like the really earliest version of what an analog horror really is is like Local 58. The ones that we've watched are like, or you've watched as well, are like Gemini Home Entertainment, The Walton Files, Mandela Catalog. My friend showed me The Walton Files. I was done. The Walton Files, I think. That one was scary. That is probably the best analog horror. It was done really well. I will say I agree with you about the storytelling part. That part, I think as creative people, we can both appreciate that. But no, I couldn't. Like she showed it to me. It was like 9 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people say that it's just like a Five Nights at Friday's clone. But I actually think that the story is better fleshed out. Yeah. I think I think with Five Nights at Friday's, it starts off as a kid's game, and then when you find out all the horror, you're like, this was intense. That's another interesting lore as well, in addition to like the Uncanny Valley. I notice a lot of objects that maybe resemble life that shouldn't be able to move that do, yeah. like animatronics. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot Puppets, of robot stuff. The toy maker. Yeah, the toy maker the one. Toy like maker one, yeah. things that shouldn't come to life that do, and usually mm-hmm. it means mm-hmm. something scary, like it has the soul of somebody else or whatever. Yeah. And then you get into all sorts of creepy stuff. But 
that's another popular lore I just thought of. I really enjoy it for the most part. I'm very picky about it nowadays because some of it just sucks. Truthfully, some of it is just not like even Mandela Catalog. I really like those first three or four episodes. I loved, and as a as a Christian, you might get a little odd, especially about that series in particular, just because it does go into a bit of that territory. I don't think it goes into a disrespectful territory, but does get a little bit into an odd territory with it. What do you mean by that? <laughs> if you watch it, you'll know. But I don't want to spoil it because the story is really good. Right. Still watch it. So that that's what I'm saying. Okay. I think there's a lot of great ones, but nowadays the ones that are really the most popular, like the back rooms or Urban Spook, which are not really that good. So I mean, <laughs> except well, there's one good backrooms like video, but most of it is the backrooms really, got used as like a meme. It's not. It's just funny much, now. It's not even scary anymore. And it's anymore. not scary anymore. Yeah, it's really not. And most analog horror, like the one that you guys have probably heard on TikTok, is like the if you see another person who looks identical to you, run away and hide. Mandela and then catalog. the people like turning into that's from Mandela catalog. Uh, that's probably the most popular analog horror ever mm-hmm. right now, currently. There's a lot of good ones. And back with Finance of Praise, the FNAF tapes is another really popular one as well. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of really good stuff out there, but there's a lot of really crap stuff out there as well. Overall, I would say it's a good genre. I would say it's a good horror genre. And it's a genre that, when done well, is probably the most terrifying form of media, genuinely. When I watched that first, the first two Mandela Catalog episodes... That scared me to a place where I was like, what is going on? I remember when you watched them because you told me about it and you called me the next day and you were really excited and like, but you were also still had some nervousness in your voice. And I was like trying to understand, but you can't understand like the significance of it until you watch it because I didn't understand. And then I watched it and I kept pausing it every five seconds to like ask questions. But it is really, really scary Mm because in the Mandela catalog specifically, it's not just like one person that looks like you but isn't actually you it's like a an invasion of that whole species you know yeah and it's a type of replacement thing i think one of the scariest things about analog horror one of the scariest things about the genre as a whole is that you know it's not real and the whole time you're like this isn't real but there's like a small like voice in the back of your head that's like but what if like there's kind of that small bit in you that's like this might be real. <laughs> like, I remember when I first watched one of the first ones, I think it was, like, either one of those scary EAS uh, scenario videos or, like, one of, like, the first, like, Local 58 videos. I was, like, I was really young, first of all, but, like, I was, like, this is this can't be real, right? <laughs> like, it genuinely made me think, I was, like, I can't go out and look at the moon. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it definitely instills that in you, which is the yeah. scariest thing. Watch in moderation, as yes, you should with all entertainment. Go back to your prayers when you feel scared. Yeah, yeah. Watch an episode of uh, Watch an episode of The Chosen, <laughs> or watch an episode. I, I don't know. Watch Passion of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we'll be back with our normal episodes 